0: I do sometimes now like doubt anything that happened oh, yeah. 20 plus years ago. Oh yeah. I do have to call you and be like, "Do we do we get in a fight in project challenge and somebody karate kicked you?" <laughs> man of the year. Man of, of, of the year. Man of the, of, year. of the year. Welcome to the number 1 friendship podcast in the country. I'm Matt Ritter. I'm Aaron Cairo. You guys, check out everything that we do at manoftheyearpodcast.com. We've got merch. We have other stuff. I don't know. YouTube links. You're wearing the merch. I'm wearing the merch. We should be friends. Cairo, I saw a great movie yesterday. Okay. Uh, you're so not invited to my badminton. I'm,
1: I'm halfway in. Ah. Oh, yeah. It's
0: right up our alley. Yeah. It's, um. I don't know, you know, it just made me think, oh man, it's going through that whole era of your life is whew, a lot of like cringe stuff Randy. but I thought it was really well done. And it just so happens that I was watching it. And I, then I remembered that she was one of the many protégés of our guest this
1: week. You said she.
0: Yeah. Sammy Cohen,
1: the well, director. Okay. We didn't say the director.
0: You yeah. So the director she. is Sammy Cohen. <laughs> okay. Uh, who's awesome. But I think she, her directorial debut was an American high movie. And American High, for those of you who don't know, is a production company that does all teen comedies. There was a hole in the market for the old 80s style John Hughes, you know, 16 Candles type movies. Nobody's really doing them anymore since American Pie. But thankfully, our good friend decided to buy a high school.
1: Yeah. So it's Jeremy Garlick and Will Phelps that run the company. Jeremy's an old buddy of ours. He's got some great stories. I mean, he did a a rewrite on the hangover and never got any credit for it.
0: Oof. Learning learning about the uh the, the new Hollywood laws that were changed because of him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I almost was like, should I ask him about it? I'm like, yeah, it was Fuck great. It. You went for it. Yeah. Uh and like just talking about high school in general, like you and I obviously are yeah. high school, we're pre high school friends, yeah. and so many seminal moments. Oh
0: yeah. Some some would say it's their peak of life. What do you think your peak is? I mean, I'm hoping that it's now.
1: <laughs> yeah
0: i feel like we're we're cresting and, yeah i think i don't know you had an early one in your early 20s i know i had it. an early peak but maybe that was just i think that was a smaller peak right i think we're, we're hitting the big peak yeah you know this is k2 that was like an american peak uh i agree i agree so we're talking about high school we're talking about adam sandler I mean, who doesn't want to hear about the sandman like good sandman stuff come on <sighs> i wish i was buddies with adam sandler maybe we can be or um, maybe i usurp care like like i usurp you
1: I mean, if you somehow stepping stone usurped to Sandler, it's fine.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's the reason we're doing this. So
1: guys, enjoy this interview with Jeremy Garelick and Will Phelps of American
0: High. Jeremy, Will, thank you guys. guys thank you so much for doing this. Good to this.
2: see you. Good to see you. Can, Can we you still do guys? the WhatsApp thing or is that? Oh yeah. What's
0: up?
1: What? 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 No, I'm not participating in this.
0: You guys, um, will if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? Thirty-two. So you're thirty-two, Jeremy, youngest our as a guest. His birthday was last week. Uh, happy birthday! Mine's, mine's, the, mine's Friday. Mine's the uh, twenty-eighth. Oh, happy uh, birthday, uh, Matt! Thank you, thank you. So uh, Jeremy's around around our age, I guess. I just I've been dying to know, like, you work with all these Gen Zers or whatever, even the next generation is. Are you friends with these? Have you become friends with people of, of, of these much younger generations? And if so, what the hell is that like?
2: No, I hate all of them. <laughs> I'm not, I literally hate every single person <laughs> I work with and everybody from Gen Z. And, um, but to answer your question, I have, um, pr- you know, over the past eight years, uh, probably since uh, Will was 20, so, so I don't know how old, um, 10 years maybe, um, I've spent yeah. more time with Will. Than I have with literally anybody else on the planet. We talk to each other, you know, a thousand times a day. We are with each other through the ups, ups and downs of of what's going on in life. Uh, He has definitely become my best friend in terms of, you know, just because we're talking to each other, literally, and and he was able to maintain you know, just, he's able to like deal with the insanity of, of who I am and, and kind of what we're doing as a company, um, and, and vice versa. And he is, are you gen Z? What, what gen are you in? Well,
3: Mm -mm. I'm millennial. Yeah. So to answer your question, like when we have cast members who are 20, I'm now at the age where I can barely understand them. There's new slang (laughs) that I have no idea. So it kind of trickles up, you know, they'll be like, that's cap. And I'll be like, okay. I slowly start to understand it, and then I'll translate that to Jeremy and be like, "It's whack. It's not good." So that, <laughs> yeah, it, there's like, like a no, waterfall, and I'm like, "What the?" You're, yeah, like, yeah.
0: you're like, oh, "What a <laughs> bunch of herbs, man! These kids are a bunch of herbs." <laughs>
3: it's a two step process to get anything done, but it works. <laughs> um,
2: it's funny you, you mentioned that at Will's birthday, we kind of took every we, we we took everybody out to the pontoon boat, which. Uh, did not work on this particular night. So we'll get into that later. But we were playing that, you know, that game, movie, actor, movie, actor, and then you yeah. have to drink. So we were playing the game, movie, actor, movie, actor, and literally nobody who is working who is, you know, in from the ages of, I don't know, 19 to 23, uh, like they don't know any movies to the point where I said – You know, I was like Titanic and then the person next to me and I'm not going to like if you're listening to this, uh, you know what? I'm going to call him out. Fucking Tristan, if you're listening to this (laughs) and watching this, go watch the Titanic. It's insane and ridiculous that you haven't seen the Titanic or or know who was in the Titanic.
3: Anyway, sorry. I was shocked. They didn't know not another teen movie, which is just a making fun of several movies at once. And then I had to walk them through what it was to like 10 blank stares. Brad
2: Pitt. I said, Brad Pitt. I like Brad Pitt. And the person next to me, I'm not going to say who it was, but it's like, um, uh, yeah, drink. No,
0: what? You don't, you cannot name a movie with Brad Pitt. Oh my God. I thought, oh God, that's, that hurts. Jeremy, you grew, uh,
1: you went to high school in the the city? I went to Clarkstown North High School, uh, the Clarkstown North Rams uh, in Rockland County, New York, New City. New York. Okay. Okay. Cause we were, me and Matt were talking, right. Cause we're from Long Island, the suburbs. And we weren't sure if you like went to high school in the city, city, because that's like a very unique, I don't know if you had friends or hung out, like high school in the city. Like you, you grew up real fast. Like you're dealing drugs, like in homeroom and shit like that. No, that, so I did not have
2: that experience. Like Our high school was very much like your typical high school, suburban high school experience. Um, where you we would hang out at people's houses. We'd go to the diner. We'd go to the bowling alley. We'd go to the somebody's party that would get canceled by, you know, the cops would show up. So it's a, everything that you see in the John Hughes movies and everything you see in, you know, um, like American Pie or those kinds of movies were, were was, that was my high school experience.
0: Do you, do you, was that sort of the impetus for all this? I mean, because I was thinking about John Hughes when I was thinking about you guys, you know, I mean, like, you know, I I, I think you guys are, our generation's version of that right I mean you're discovering a lot of young talent and you're kind of speaking to that high school you know kind of seminal formative years of your life you know was what was the sort of what are the influences is it John Hughes and all that or are there other influences that kind of got was it your own personal life of like just having having great backyard parties and or like you know your own high school stuff
2: i i i lo- like I love high school I've always loved high school i pe i Probably peaked sophomore year of high school in life. Were you
0: an early bloomer? Were you an early? Because I was a yeah. late bloomer. That makes no, no. Difference. I was
2: an I was an early bloomer. I got I was like the first in like seventh grade to get mm. armpit hair. Mm-hmm. I like looked like me now when I was in seventh grade, and. um yeah, and I, I would say I, I, I peaked in life at, uh, in my sophomore year <laughs> of high school. Um, so I've basically uh, been trying to recreate that, that moment in time uh, <laughs> vicariously through other people. Um, so,
3: so uh, yeah.
0: Well you, you look like somebody who was an early bloomer too.
3: No, I was a late bloomer. I definitely really? peaked. Probably senior year of college was my, my highlight.
0: Oh, Guys, yes. yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm peaking right now.
3: Yeah, no, yeah, I, was a, I was a
1: very
0: late bloomer. I was five feet, 97 pounds when I got to high school. So that was, it wasn't, wasn't five that. foot
2: 97.
0: Yeah. And I'm, I'm now five, nine and probably too, too much weight, but. <laughs> you look good. You look great. <laughs> oh, but we were talking about John Hughes. I mean, was that a big, you know, was that a big influence? And do you feel I, like yeah, that?
2: I mean, I, I, I was so, I grew up I, as I'm sure you guys did on Ferris Bueller and the breakfast club and, you know those movies kind of on hbo when there was nothing like it would just play over and over again and um yeah you know porkies which i wasn't allowed to see but then you know snuck to go watch Porky's. Oh, like, Porky's oh, my oh my god meatballs then,
0: you you know,
2: know. meatballs by the way uh uh meatballs the writer of, uh, of meatballs um just uh just just passed away um Danny Goldberg who is a who is a, a somebody who I worked with pretty close he was Todd Phillips's producer of the the Hangover um and just an incredible guy Danny Goldberg wrote meatballs he wrote stripes um oh, wow. A, just an wow. In, incredible guy unfortunately just passed away recently anyway I don't want to bring it down but you mentioned meatballs so I figured take, take
0: yeah, it yeah no rip I, damn yeah. yeah. We'll, well, you know, we'll move on. Will, what's your let's biggest? On, <laughs> yeah, Will, yeah, Will, what's, what, Will, what's the biggest gut punch you ever took in your life?
3: <laughs> yeah. um, I've been pretty lucky so far. I mean, the, the highlights for me have been. Uh, really, once we started working together, Jeremy and I, our first movie wrapping that was was the highlight. Of my career so far, just because I had no business producing this movie. We had started, we had raised the money for uh, American High. We had raised the money for our first few movies. At the same time, Jeremy got a show on Netflix, Best Worst Weekend. And we spent the summer working on the pilot. And then it was time to staff the writer's room right as we had the money to shoot our first movie and all the pieces were in place. And he said, Look, you can either come right on this show or you can go out to Syracuse and produce the first couple movies while I do this series. And I said, okay, I'll do that. I had no idea what I was doing. I showed up. I still remember he said, when you get to set, wear a button up shirt so that people know that you're the boss. And so it's like a hundred degrees and upstate. I don't
2: remember that at all. You can
3: way, tell so. if you look at the pictures <laughs> from the first couple of days, I'm wearing like a fancy button up shirt in hundred <laughs> degree heat. No one else is. Everyone on set is an intern because there was not many people in Syracuse that knew how to shoot a movie. They're looking at me saying, what should we do? I'm sweating profusely in khakis and a button up, not sure myself. And we just made it work all the way through the summer. And, uh, after that, and, and the next movie, I felt confident enough that then I started vine producing. And, um, so yeah, wrapping the first movie and having it not fall apart and doing it kind of sink or swim. That was, that was definitely a highlight that's kind
2: of been a lot like will, will is a little bit underselling like will uh came in to work as my assistant um right as like this was kind of a thing that was in the back of my head as something like i you know i wanted to work on a little bit at the time a little bit and then um as you mentioned i sold the show for you know we got the thing going and then i sold the show to do to, do uh for netflix and i literally was just like go, go figure it out. And he will, who was at the time, 22, 23 years old went and um, yeah, he literally just built all the, you know, the produced by himself, like the first few movies. And, um, and that just, the more he did and the more responsibility he, he, he took on and delivered up bond. I'm like, do this, now do this, now do this. And now here he is, he's 32 years True. old. He just turned 32. Uh, he's produced 17, 19. How many movies have you produced?
3: 15 produced. Yeah.
2: So he, he will produce 15 movies over the course of the last five years. He started a digital network in January that he, just yesterday we passed a hundred million followers. On I mean, did I just say hundred million <laughs> followers? we're beating a rock. You know, great. Yeah, we're the bigger than the rock. No, we just he just launched this digital network, uh, called American High Shorts. Um, that just passed a hundred thousand followers on Instagram, and we're close to what are six hundred thousand dollars?
3: Just over, I, oh, by a way, million you can see
2: my like, uh, this is why I can't get along with Gen Z. I can't even say numbers.
0: Yeah, I know. You're like, we have a hundred million followers, <laughs> six hundred million dollars. Got you got know, all <laughs>
1: So you guys are working together, your buddies, just like me and Matt, right? So me and Matt have been friends since second grade. Now we're working together. You know, it's a little different because me and Matt are, are are equal partners in this. So you, you consider yourself the boss, Jeremy? Are you, like, do, does that affect your friendship? Like, how does that work?
2: Well, I, I do consider myself the boss right now, um, but I'm kind of an idiot boss who knows that um, – my partner Will is a lot smarter and, and better than I am. We are definitely like great friends first. Um, we are partners in in every possible way. Um, so how how do you think Will like in terms of? like where, where our friendship and partnership kind of crosses over.
3: Yeah. I mean, we both have the same weird tendencies down to like OCD ticks that I noticed kind of in the first even year of working together. I was like, Oh, that's weird. He touches the doorway three times walking out and he's like, you cannot listen to a lawnmower and I will go insane if someone's breathing too loud. Like we have the same weird ticks and also the same sense of humor. So it all kind of works really well. Um, and yeah, I mean, Jeremy's the boss, but what works well, I think it works better because we, you know, if there is an argument, if he really feels strongly about something, okay, decision made. But what's great is he often trusts me to make the decision. So unless it's something life or death with the company that he just has to say, like, no, we're going this way, often he'll be like, whatever you think. And, and that makes it really easy because we never really have to have a disagreement.
2: I do think there's also like, it's really important in any partnership to have that ability to say, I mean, I don't know what your guys, like you guys are, are great friends since what grade? Second grade. So you have that friendship that like, but now you're kind of entering a business together, right? And um, when you're first starting off and it's really exciting and you're like, okay, we're getting into this business together. I, things are going to be fun. And you're kind of imagining what it's going to be like, but then suddenly you get a, and you get an offer from, so and so. you get an offer from, I can, I can, I reveal some of the no. things. That you, no, you get an offer from, <laughs> you get an offer from American eye of a gazillion dollars to come do a TV show. Now, suddenly it's like, Oh wait, this is a, there's money involved. And like, This is a and and your first like your first instinct is oh we're gonna we're best friends like we we're gonna get through this but what I would encourage you guys and I don't know if you you have done this and Matt you're you're a lawyer you 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 are a lawyer slash comedian right um is your friendship is the most important thing it's like your 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 friendship and my friendship with Will is more important than literally are like if the if if there was something that was going to involve like Will's health or my health or our friendship, then the business like we can just say goodbye to the business. It's not worth it. And I think that that like that's something that's really I, I think that's been very helpful for for both Will and I as we're going and I would I don't know. What do you about you guys like do, have you guys worked out any sort of like prenup of like you know this is fun but suddenly like we, i mean yeah, I, I would say I,
0: I agree that it's just we i mean we're just starting to like see it as a business you, almost i'm happy
2: to mediate
0: this yeah right? yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well we we have a third-party arbitrator that's gonna get we're gonna do like a feats of strength kind of thing to nice figure it out um i wanted to talk about high school friendship you know because
2: i'm <laughs> oh, sorry great great way, way to like not a great segue no but i did i want to so,
0: get into i want to get into high school friendship because i want to know First of all, if you think it has changed in any way, like the stuff that you're depicting, I mean, and just like on on a, the level of the, the way that people interact, obviously they use different lingo, but, you know, is friendship different or is there just the universality of it? It's,
2: it's a little weird. Like the, the, the high school kids today are a little bit weirded out when I try to make friends with them, you know, <laughs> um. <laughs> So the is girls especially. Is yeah, that's that's of the um, yeah. yeah, thank you.
0: You're trying to pull a... Uh, what's that movie where the girl... Uh, Dazed uh, and Confused? No, the one where the Drew Barrymore... Just, oh, never Been Kissed? Never Been Kissed. He's pulling a Never Been Kissed. Uh,
1: yeah. I know. I, I don't know, think I, Jeremy shows up and they go, look at the new kid. Look they look go, who, the is grandpa. A <laughs> who is that Who is that
0: grandpa? Will could pull uh, it off. Will could pull it off, I think.
1: Will like. could definitely pull it off,
2: for sure. Um, how the high school kids change... Listen, I think that the things that were universal to us in terms of firsts, in terms of like this is the first time we kissed someone this is the first time we learned how to shave this is the first time we tasted a beer this is the first time we taste you know tried drugs this is the first time we like this you know this is the first time we learned how to drive the first time we talked you know discovered our our parents weren't perfect um those types of things are the same, you know. It's the same. It's it's everyone wants love. Everyone wants to be accepted. Everyone wants to be cool. That's still there, you know. Like I, the, from the, the the kids who we're, we shoot movies with to uh, you know to my my kid my kids. My oldest is gonna be fourteen. He's about to enter high school. So I have like kind of a I, I kind of I'm I'm watching that happen every day. Um, what's changed is um, the
1: social media and the phone. And I assume that's a change for the worse or neutral.
2: I don't know. I mean, I, I like be speaking as a as an old man um, who like when I try to have conversations with people and they're like this, and I get really pissed, or I, you know, um, it is the most annoying thing to me, and the it drives me absolutely fucking nuts when anybody I'm talking to is looking at their phone. It drives me crazy so um which is why like when i'm in a meeting or when i'm trying to do something and where i'm actually trying to focus and think i make sure that like the phone is down it's off you can't get in touch with me like you know i i I get a gazillion texts a day so and like people think that like you need to respond to text immediately i i don't um so um I, I don't know if it's there's a million good things that have come out of uh out of the phone. Tiro
0: only it's, likes the voice memo. He doesn't do the Yeah, do like you
1: do voice text. memos? That's the hack, voice memos. I do voice memos. It's in between the text and the call, yeah. L- let me let me ask you this too. We're talking about high school, but like I feel like your movies doesn't high school kinda also fucking like suck for like ninety percent of people.
2: I you know what I I I think you're right. I think a lot of people do I and I think most writers and most scripts that we read um, were written by people who look back at high school and say, wow, that was horrible. That was a horrible (laughs) experience. And I'm writing to make fun of all of the people I hated in high school. And I am coming from it from a different point of view. I'm coming from I'm coming at this from listen, like looking at Ferris Bueller as the, you know, Ferris Bueller was the guy I modeled my life after, uh, you know, in, in not only in high school, but in every decision I've ever made in life, uh, you know, um, so I, you know, Val Kilmer from real, his character from real genius, like, like to me, like these are the characters who I just, when I saw those movies, I was like, that's who I want to be. I want to be Val Kilmer from real genius. I want to be, you know, Ferris Bueller, um, And I want to tell, like, for me, I like telling the stories, um, from, of, of the people who are from a perspective of people who actually like
1: enjoy, like had fun in high school. And, um, I think that that's, uh, that's a little bit different. Probably smart to not make your, your project production company about high school, about the shitty experience.
2: (laughs) Yeah. But it's also wish fulfillment. Like, like a lot of what Uh, The movies that I write and the movies that I make are not things that I actually did in high school like I did never I wasn't a drinker I never did drugs I like I was a pretty straight arrow.
4: Indeed.
0: I, I, you know, you have a lot of, uh, you've worked with a lot of people that, to me, seem like they'd be great hangs, like great, like oh, if you if were just be like, who do I want to be friends with in entertainment? It feels like you've worked with a lot of those guys. Like, I want to talk about, I want to talk about Sandman. Sandman seems like the most fun guy, like just on earth. I don't know, he just seems like the most.
2: I would say Adam Sandler is a fucking amazing dude. He literally is. Uh, he could be on this and, you know, he, he, everything you see on, on screen and everything you hear in his interviews, everything, you know, he's the guy who, um, he is the person when I was 13 years old, I looked at that at Adam and I was like, "I I wish this guy was my older brother. And like, I kind of was like emulating, you know, all the Saturday night live characters and I was learning all of his DVDs. Um, and when I, I I met him probably ten years ago, on um, I met him on a project. He read a script of mine, um, and he wanted I was there was somebody already attached to the script, um, and he read the script, really loved the script, but wanted to play the role of the person who was attached to the script. So then I was like in a little bit of a, a pickle. We like then. We kind of just kept i just kind of let that die and we um we we kept in touch i played basketball with him a number of times and then finally when the opportunity to direct murder mystery uh came came up um i finally got the chance to, to work with him and it was uh it was awesome it was just it was really you know they say never meet your heroes but like you can meet your hero if your hero is adam Sandler. He he's uh, he he produced a movie that Sammy Cohen who uh, Sammy Cohen directed um, and uh, Sammy Cohen got her shot directing her first movie for us called Crush. Um, we do, we've broken a lot of first time directors, which is one of the thing I'm things I, I'm most most proud of. Um, but then after she she directed Crush, I connected her with Adam to direct this movie called You're So Not Invited to My Bat Mitzvah um and she directed that with adam's daughters starring in it and it's um it's such a funny movie and she did
0: such a great job and and adam's daughters are incredible and uh... that's that's awesome i mean i think it's so cool i mean i just think that's so cool that you guys have gotten to break a lot of talent just in general it's hard to get a chance in hollywood and now you guys have broken them from syracuse into hollywood i just think that's really inspiring and just like, I don't know, you guys, you're doing something awesome for a lot of people. It's, it's, it's amazing, you know? Thank you. I think on, I think we've done uh, like 15, 16
2: movies uh, and, um, uh, 14 of them are first time
0: directors, Wow. You say? 13, 14 first time directors. And you can only do that outside of the a traditional ecosystem. That is true. You know, I mean, it's like not even possible. I wanted to ask too about, uh, Sandler like, seems like like the, the best, but I'd be like, if I wanted to go out and like talk some shit, like Vince Vaughn seems like the most fun guy to go out and just like talk shit with.
2: Yes. Take like uh, actual work out of it, like just hanging out, Sandler and, and Vince are like the the greatest they're they're both just the greatest for
0: sure. And Vince came to Syracuse to to shoot some stuff with you guys, right? Was he like hanging out? I mean, was he going to bars in Syracuse? Like that has to be crazy if you're like a Syracuse college student and you just like see Vince Vaughn hanging out at a bar.
3: Do you remember the retreat? Story Jamie I don't, but you, uh, you, you tell it. He, we would wrap it like 10 o'clock at night and he would keep everyone hanging out in the lobby of the hotel chatting and shooting the shit until three in the morning, like every night. He's the coolest hang. But we took him to the local dive bar that's right next to our studio. Uh, and we went in and we got a table and it was a little discreet. People were looking, but the owner of the bar came over and was like, let me give you guys any appetizers you want. And so he gave us a table full of every appetizer they had on the menu and then started inventing appetizers. We were getting like shrimp on Ritz crackers, which he was just throwing (laughs) shit together. And we were like, this is way too much. We don't need any of it. Um, And then as we left, he just got like swarmed with people. Your involvement in the hangover. Is that something that like you like talking about or you
1: don't like talking about or you're giving me a face? so i didn't like talking
2: about it for a long time because i was at kind of the apex of my career and just the fucking just pit of my career at the exact same time um is that what's the opposite of apex
0: nadir, nadir. nadir. Woo.
2: Woo. wow S H. talking about high school wow. yeah, two three a,
1: guys here you know wow that. three, three would,
2: guys you know i i remember Just I had such a good time working with Todd Phillips, right? And we just going and we took a script that was written by uh, um, John Lucas and Scott Moore that was a a phenomenal idea. It was just a phenomenal idea. And it was a hook and it had four or five elements that are still currently in the, you know, that were in the movie. Um, But Todd Phillips and I, we took that idea and we took some of those elements and we basically rewrote the entire thing and we started from scratch and um it was it was a lot of work it was a lot of time it was a lot of energy and i um i remember going to the first test screening of, of that movie And, you know, I had my name on the credits during the test screening and everything. And, um, I remember walking out of the test screening and calling my, my wife and I said, I just watched one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. And I wrote it, it was an incredible moment. And I had, um, You know, there was there was a lot of like Hollywood buzz and all that that was going on, you know, and every person who saw like in Hollywood, who who saw the movie, like in early buzz screenings, um, also read the original script. So they knew they knew what the you know, what what came from Todd and myself versus what was there. And then I got a, a letter at some point from the Writers Guild basically saying, um, Oh, we, we, you know, this, you know, it's just saying like, okay, you, you're not getting credit on, on, on the movie. And I then kind of hit a place of like, that was when I kind of hit the, uh, nadir,
0: <laughs>
2: if you will, of my career, because I, um, it, it was really, really hard to, it was really hard to kind of swallow that, but it was both awesome. Um, because the decision makers in Hollywood knew what I did. Um, Todd, I still have a relationship with Todd. He's he's a good friend of mine. Like we, he's a mentor for. Um, he was just as he was just as bummed that he didn't
1: get writer writing credit for it. Isn't that isn't that just business in a nutshell? You could have like the best day of your life and the worst day of your life in like the same week that's our career that's
2: like what yeah. that's like literally what it is to be in in hollywood or being doing this in, in in our business what's really challenging is for a while it was like oh yeah i todd and i wrote like we wrote the hangover but then it's sort of like oh wait but why don't you have writer's credit oh well it was a rewrite then there was a writer's guild and there was actually a strike happening and uh you know and uh, he, there was all these these factors that led to it but it's pain i I, when i was walking down like even to this day i'll walk down the aisle of um of of uh you know a plane and i'll look and like see people watching it on a plane and laughing and i'm like it's awesome like that's literally why i i did it um the only it's just honestly it's really like ego a matter of being and like not having to explain to people about it so yes um, I, am
0: I? Do I like talking about it? That that wasn't bad, I guess. <laughs> I just wanted to ask you just about friendship. Just bringing it back to your own friendships, you know, you're doing all these movies at the core. It's like really about friendship. Does it make you, you know, kind of reflect and go, oh, I, you know, I want to be a better friend to my friends in real life. Like making all these movies about friendship, how does that affect? Because I find that Kiro and I like. We've really done this pod, and it's made me reflect on all my own friendships and try to improve them myself.
2: Um, yeah, D- Will, do you want to answer that, or you want me sure? To
3: yeah, I mean, in all of our movies, there's a common theme where you know we're infusing it with a little bit of knowledge that we have being outside of high school for so long. Where at some point, the main character kind of gives that speech of this is it, this is our last hurrah because we're gonna go off and we're both gonna have great lives, but we're not gonna see each other that often. And it'll be fine when we come home from school on the holidays or whatever it is, but let's live it up now. Um, So, you know, I've always kind of had that sense. When I was in college, I remember about to graduate and I pulled everyone in my friend group together and I said, look, we're gonna work the rest of our lives trying to make enough money so that we can retire in the same neighborhood and goof around all day. But at that point, all of our backs are gonna hurt. So like, this is it. We could all become billionaires and it won't be as fun as this next month. So like, let's make this count. And that's always stuck with me. And I know it's probably similar with Jeremy. So there's always somebody in a movie giving that Ferris Bueller type speech somewhere around like break into three.
2: Yeah, hearing you guys talk about your friends and talk with your friend where you guys are and the importance of friendship. Um, it, that actually had a big effect on, on me. Um, I, I, I'm bad. I'm so bad at, at, at communicating and, and setting time aside, taking vacation, like doing guy trips, like do those things are so important. And I'm so bad at, at those things because listen, like we're building a huge company. We've got, I've got four kids. We've got, you know, we've made f- 14, 15 movies. We're doing this. We're doing like, we've got so much going on that like my thirties, have kind of like gone by like that. And um I have sacrificed my male friendships. I've completely sacrificed them. I don't, I don't like we talk every once in a while and like I um I, I don't have the what I wish I had with my male friendships. Um and we try, but like it's not it's not the same, like because my kids need me, my wife needs me, my company needs me. Um, I would just give a little bit of advice that is that to to people who are listening um, is make sure that you have your friends, like your friend group, make sure that you have them on your speed dial, like your, your top things on your iPhone, because it's sometimes like when you're in a car, you're driving and something and you're like, I just need to talk to one of my best friends or one of my friends, like you sometimes just go like seeing them in that, let top, what is it called? Like your favorites. Like sometimes just seeing them in your favorites. I think that's a really good reminder to be like, Oh, I got to call so-and-so like that, you know? Um. So, and also like, just tell your friends you love them, which I think is a, is a, is a, a thing that's, that's really important. Cause we don't really have guys don't really have, we don't talk to other guys, you know? So we don't talk
0: in the way that's like, oh, I'm sad. We're trying to. It. We're trying to normalize it. We're trying. I know. We're trying, we're trying I to know. That's why I like. That's why I love what you guys are doing. I, and I want to say to you, it's not too late, man. You know, like it's not too late. You could, you could literally start a, you know, annual whatever weekend with your high school buddies now. You know what I mean? And like, can you tell my wife? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, will, I will. I will. recommend it. I will recommend it. I'm just saying. You know, it's it is. We hear that a lot though, you know, you're like, you're like our typical person who says like, you know, I think the family and the work and it's now it's 20 years and it's like, you know, I didn't get to do that. It's like, we're still like, you know, you don't have to have, and it doesn't have to be a weekend trip, but like the text chain, you know, we're very much like, get that text chain back, you know?
2: I love it. We, um, by the way, I did do a high school trip. We went skiing, uh, and I brought Will. And so Will got to meet all of my high school – he was like included in all of my – with all of my high school friends who were a bunch of old guys.
3: Six guys in a hot tub. It was a dream.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I definitely definitely didn't think that the hack we were going to get from Jeremy through this whole pod was speed dial but uh Speed dial, always, always right. on the cutting star, edge star 69 <laughs> got a star 69 yes no this this was really awesome we're huge fans of you guys obviously personally but but also what you're doing on the big screen and the small screen so we we really appreciate it
0: that was amazing that was awesome uh, love you jeremy love you will you know
1: what's very interesting about high school and high school friends and I think that's what the company is sort of based around. It's
0: it's a, it's a time of firsts. Yeah. It's your formative years. It really, you can never have another time period like that in your life. I mean, maybe college. Yeah. But think of all like
1: first time driving, first dates, like, you know. For smooch. first smooch. So the people you're with, if you're fortunate enough to yeah. have your high school friends, like.
0: Ride through life like we have.
1: Yeah. There's something, I, I'm trying to see how I articulate it. Like,
0: you were sort of there for that stuff. Yeah. And that's important. Well, you know that person in a way that nobody else, who's after comes after right. that, can really know them because, like, you saw their initial transformation into right. like a full fledged person.
1: But it's right, also, you're yeah. like
0: finding your way in this world in high school. It's also something like I don't not proof, but like it's like I, at least I can turn to you. Like,
1: remember when that. Like, that happened. Oh, yeah. (laughs)
0: There's definitely, it's very funny you say that because I do sometimes now like doubt. Anything that happened oh, yeah. twenty plus years ago, oh, yeah. I do have to call you and be like, do, "Do we do we get in a fight in Project Challenge and somebody karate kicked you?" <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I have no
1: memory of that. Just I, my memory is of you been talking about it. For, <laughs> that was like thirty five years ago.
0: Totally. Now it, it does feel like some of it now is like, is that a memory or is that just your friends selling you the same story over yeah. and over yeah. again, cementing the fake story? That well, you, you know, can,
1: most of our memories are completely inaccurate.
0: Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, I mean, all of
1: it. But that is an interesting that if you have a buddy there, at least you have a, what's it called? A secondary primary source. Yeah.
0: yeah, You got a primary source for all of it. Yeah. it's I, I think there is something special about that time in your life and the friendships you form, even if you no longer know that person at all, you still kind of do There's still like, you know. Like you, you know, we joke, like you never really change.
1: Yeah. Never but, really change. Uh,
0: but you, I, I feel like you still would always have a good feeling about them. If you ran into them like 30 years later. Yeah. You know, if you were on a soccer team together or something.
1: So guys, if you are fortunate enough to have your high school buddies, you know, don't take them for granted, hit them up. If you haven't talked yeah. to them in a while, yeah. they want to hear from you. Check out American high. I believe all their movies are on Hulu. Uh, Jeremy Garrick and Will Phelps, thank you so much. Theo, I think we're clean here. Erroneous. Well, uh, he's coming in. Well, Erroneous with, with Eloneous?
0: No, just clean show.
1: Clean oh, show. He's coming
0: in from the top rope. it
1: has got to get my voice in. Yeah, uh, I love it. Guys, be good to yourself. Be good to your friends. Love you, buddy. Love you, buddy.